This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great day. It is a Eric Chiafalo 29th birthday extravaganza broadcast. Wolchuk is preparing a roast Ochiafalo, which will air at 620. He's uh, been in the production room during all the breaks, gathering the appropriate cuts to, you know, have a little bit of fun uh, with the birthday boy. It's again coming up at 620. Okay, uh, fun win by the Mavs last night. Even though uh, Luka Doncic went out with the injury, they get the dub. And uh, they played well. Bobby Carella, Mavs.com, joining us now here on The Fan to discuss all things Mavs. And a good afternoon once again, sir. How the heck are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy birthday, Eric. Thank you very much, Bobby. I appreciate that, my friend. Let's get weird this weekend. What do you say? Let's do it. Hey, uh, how's Luca doing? Uh, well, pretty good, according to Woj. You know, I was I was thinking the worst. You know, obviously, I'm, I'm sure everybody was watching him limp off the floor last night. And then mid-morning, Woj comes out and says there's optimism that he's just day-to-day. And to give people kind of an idea of what that could mean, well, the Mavs play tomorrow in Utah, and then they play on Monday against Detroit. And so getting him back for that Utah game would be pretty nice. And on the other side of that Pistons game, it's a whole lot more uh, Western Conference playoff teams on the schedule. So the sooner the better. Tim Hardaway Jr. had a a similar-looking ankle sprain recently and missed five days. And so if Luka can come back within five days or less, then that would mean pretty good things for the Mavs because you want as many healthy guys, especially him specifically, as possible uh, for these next couple weeks. As long as Luke is out, can we expect to see uh, a buttload more of Jaden Hardy? Maybe. You know, I thought he was going to play a lot more last night. He, he got in the game in the second quarter, played five minutes, and was okay. You know, he shot 0 for 2, but the game was sort of chaotic in that time. Um, it was actually Josh Green that played a lot more minutes, surprisingly. He was up like 32, 33 minutes last night, including playing down the stretch of the games, which is something that a lot of fans have wanted to see Jason Kidd do, you know, give Josh the the leash uh, to, to close out close games. And he did that last night. And without Christian Wood, too, you know, they need more guys. And, and Green closed out that Wizards game as well. Unfortunately, they lost that one. But, you know, last night they were able to pull it out. So, you know, Jaden Hardy, I'm sure, is going to get more minutes at some point here. But Josh is still developing as well. And, and he's he's probably going to be profiting the most, uh, uh, you know, as as well as that could even mean, relatively speaking, uh, without Luka. Yeah, Bobby, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on the development of Josh Green because he looks like he's he's really kind of turned into a, a valuable piece here with the Mavs. Is he a guy now that it's, hey, you, you need to keep him even if teams maybe at the trade de- deadline are looking at, all right, there's not a ton of assets that you have. Maybe that's a guy we'd part with to where the Mavs are like, no, he's a part of our future. Uh, we're not going to trade him. 
Yeah, I mean, that's such a tough question because I know a lot of fans want the Mavs to upgrade, right? Like the send Luka help mural and all that stuff. Um, and typically, in order to do that, you got to give up picks and young guys. But how could you watch Josh Green play this season and not want to see him here for a really, really long time? I mean, just every every single one of his intangible traits, you know, the energy, um, this controlled chaos, the athleticism, all of that stuff is super important. And now the tangible stuff, the measurables, you know, the field goal percentage, the assist per game, the three-point shooting – that's all catching up too, you know, and, and this has been a, a pretty slow development. This is his third season and he's just now starting to get, you know, fourth quarter minutes and, and play really solid, consistent rotation minutes uh, for a team that's trying to win. But the wait has been worth it, you know, and, and he's one of those guys kind of the same way as like Dorian Finney-Smith, for example, where if you do trade them or if they do leave, I mean, you feel their presence as soon as they're gone. You're reminded of what you don't have. And, you know, playing the last month or so without both of those guys and then watching the Mavs defensive numbers just crater, you know, and their three-point shooting numbers dipped a little bit too. You know, it just reminds you of, of what Green gives this team. And now that he's getting more minutes and his production is going up along with it, I mean, that's the kind of thing that makes me think, like, he, he still has a whole lot more room to grow. Uh, there's a whole other level that he can reach or maybe even multiple levels. And – you know, I'm hoping he's around here long enough for the Mavs to explore that and then that we can all kind of see what he's capable of doing. Bobby, you know, you live with this basketball team, which makes you so valuable to us who follow the team. When you start to hear trade rumors or Dallas has always put this in, in this situation, that situation, do you do you kind of laugh it off or do you say, hmm, that, that does make sense if they were to try and do something like that? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think the, the closer you are to it, you know, the kind of the better understanding you realize of, of like what they have to trade assets, uh, other teams perception of players on this roster, you know, fans might see Dwight Powell who has had two really good games in a row. It's a hell of a rebound he made last night on that missed free throw. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, he's not the perfect center and I'm not going to say he's the perfect center, but you know, I think as fans, sometimes if you only watch this one team, then you're going to really hyper-focus on all of the players' shortcomings without maybe uh, realizing or maybe you're taking for granted their strengths. And so, you know, like we just said with Josh Green, you don't really realize what you got in Josh Green or Maxi Kleba or Dorian Finney-Smith until they're gone. And you might not know what you're having in Dwight Powell until he's gone too. And so, you know, I think sometimes people can lose sight of that. But at the same time, you know, I feel like I have a really good understanding of, of where this team needs to improve. And I've been beating that drum forever. And I think it's just more versatile um, wings specifically, but more versatile defenders who can shoot the three, you know, that's how the Mavs want to play. They want to have as much uh, of a defensive presence on the floor as possible. They want to give Luca or Spencer Denwitty last night, who did a really good Luca impression as much space as possible on offense to work. Um, you know, this season more than ever though, I think the the need has really been highlighted. Like they need more guys that can put the ball on the floor and attack the basket. And I don't just mean like breaking down a defense. I mean, you get a kick out pass from Luca or Dinwiddie driving the lane. You're in the corner. You got a guy closing out on you. So you can't get that shot off. Well, what can you do? You can put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. You know, Josh green has been doing that. Dorian Finney Smith has been doing that more, but they need one or two more guys that can do that. And so 
you know, while I do really feel like I have a really, you know, intimate kind of understanding and appreciation for the players that are here, you know, their needs are undeniable. And until I think until they add a little bit more dynamicism to the offense and until they get more of a defensive presence on the perimeter, you know, they're still going to be losing some games that maybe they shouldn't. And hopefully, you know, they can solve those needs because, you know, sooner or later, those losses are going to keep you out of the top six. Bobby, I was uh, I was listening to Chuck and Brad call the game. I was watching my college tape, but I was listening to them. They said something about the Mavs in clutch in clutch time have missed thirty six field goals. Am I is that right or wrong? I, I don't mean to put you on the spot on that, but obviously when they're down to when it comes to shooting free throws, especially at those critical times in the game, it just seems like it's a you know hold on to your rear and hope for the best. Yeah, I mean, you think back to a lot of the games they've lost this season and they've come down to free throws, whether it's in the final couple minutes or, you know, an over 3 trip early in the fourth quarter or an over 2 back in the first. But, you know, recent games, Luka gets fouled against the Wizards the other night with like 30 seconds left or something, yeah. and he missed one. You know, Reggie Bullock missed one last night. Now, fortunately, Dwight Powell just hustled, you know, right. outworked DeAndre Ayton and sure came away did. with that, which was fantastic. But, you know, Bullock also had an 0-2 trip in Denver that would have sealed that game. And because he, he missed the second one, I think, on purpose anyway. But, you know, Denver would have had a shot to win that. You know, Luka's missed some. Tim Hardaway's missed some. Dorian Finney-Smith has missed some. I mean, those will come back to bite you. You know, the basketball gods are merciful. But if you test them too many times, eventually they're going to punish you. And unfortunately for the Mavs, you know, they've just flown a little bit too close to the sun in that regard all season long. And, you know, the the trend still holds when they shoot like below 70 percent, below 65 percent from the free throw line. They're not winning any of those games. You know, you have to take advantage of those opportunities, especially in their case, because they don't take a lot of shots. They play at a very slow pace, but they also do take a lot of free throws. And so, you know, if they have a bad night from the line, they're costing themselves 10 or 15 points. And in such a slow-paced game, you know, those are immensely valuable points to just constantly be giving up because they, they can't knock these shots down. It's Bobby Carella, Mavs.com with you. Is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie making a case that, that the team should just let him go by himself for, for even more extended stretches? Man, he was awesome. He was awesome last night. And his scoring has been pretty good, you know, for the last few weeks now. But Luka goes down three minutes into the game, you know, and there's a difference between – knowing you're playing without Luca, you know, going into the game versus suddenly being thrust into the Luca role. And, and that's what Dinwiddie was kind of thrust into, you know, last season he was awesome after the trade deadline, but he was always playing with either Luca or Jalen Brunson this season. He's playing with Luca a lot of the time, but like for half of his minutes, he's the only guy on the floor, you know, and that's been kind of a weakness of this team but he still has, you know, done a very admirable job. He's averaging 16, 17 points per game, 40% from three, five assists. You know, he does still have some, you know, frustrating turnovers uh, time and again. But, hey, who doesn't? Uh, a lot is asked of him, you know, and, and he typically does not have somebody on the floor that can help him share the load, especially when he's piloting those second unit minutes. And so, you know, he's risen to the occasion in a big way and obviously – you know, they scored 99 as a team last night. He had 36 of them. They do not win that game if he even has a good game. You know, they needed him to be great. And like we just started talking about free throws, he missed a couple early in the game. 
and he knocked basically all of them down, yeah. you know, from, from the first quarter on. And so, you know, he's been nails in, in crunch time for most of his time with the Mavs. And last night was a continuation of that. And so, you know, I, I do think, of course, they need another guy that can make plays, another guy that can run the offense. But Dinwiddie has shown, you know, whether you're bringing him off the bench or whether you're starting him alongside Luka, he can deliver uh, in those situations. Bobby Carrillo, Mavs.com with us on 105.3 The Fan. Defensively, I, I know injuries have played a role in this, but with largely the same personnel from a group that was so good last year, what have you noticed, because you're so good with the X's and O's, as to why this team has struggled so much on the defensive side of the floor? I think, you know, the last month and a half-ish, playing without Kleba in particular, of course they were missing Green and Finney Smith for a while in there too, but without Maxi, you know, NBA teams are so afraid, and rightfully so, but they are so afraid of giving the other teams layups. Like, you will see teams do like borderline insane things on defense to keep a guy from laying it in, you know, they'll pack the paint. They'll put all five defenders in the paint and just leave everybody open from three. doesn't matter if you shoot 25% or 85% from three, they will leave you open to keep you from taking even a semi contested layup. And, you know, Maxi has been so good at blocking shots and contesting shots without fouling, just going up vertically and Christian Wood was making progress in that regard too. But playing without Maxi for the last month or month and a half now and playing without Wood for the last week or two, you know, we're seeing Dallas take even more extreme measures to, to protect the rim. You know, they can't protect the rim with, with height, with size, with length. And so they're just trying to park three or four guys right in front of the lane. Like if you're putting the ball on the floor against the Mavs right now, you are going to see a swarm of players in front of you and what that's done is, you know, relatively speaking, limit the number of looks at the basket. But that is, relatively speaking, dramatically improved the number of wide-open threes that opponents are getting against Dallas right now. You think back to that Washington game, the Wizards had 17 corner three-point attempts in that game. They made 10 of them, I think, which is a lot. So kudos to them. But, you know, whenever the Mavs defense was, was working at its best, the corner three was the one shot that they never allowed. They never had to because you just had Maxi at the rim or Wood at the rim waiting for the guy going to the basket, and you could erase that layup attempt just one-on-one. Now they cannot do that. So they're having to put two or three small guys at the basket, and then it's just a matter of flying around the perimeter, trying to rotate to close out on all these shooters, and you just simply cannot do that 100 times a game or 120 times a game. And so teams are unfortunately just getting too many open jump shots against them right now. And then the byproduct of living in rotation like they have been is nobody's really in position to box a guy out and get a defensive rebound because they're too busy trying to cover 50 feet to get a hand in a shooter's face, you know? And so there's been a lot of easy second chance points as a result of that. So I think it's like this twofold problem, but it all stems from not having the one guy, the one super tall, super athletic guy that can block shots at the rim. And so they're having to just do more extreme things to keep those layups from happening. Um, and it's, it, you know, you got to give something up on defense. And the Mavs are, un- unfortunately, just giving up too many things right now in pursuit of limiting those, those shots at the rim. When do you expect Kleba back? Well, he said himself before the All-Star break. And, you know, we're kind of running out of time before the All-Star break here. He's got about two, two and a half weeks. So hopefully soon, you know, the sooner the better because their next, like, 10 of their next 11 games are against playoff teams. So, 
you know, Maxie, I don't know what you're doing, man, but let's get you back on the floor ASAP. Hey, Bobby, uh, you know, I was going to ask you, going in the locker room and talking to players and stuff, you know, it looks like with Kid, he's pretty honest about his team and how they play on a nightly basis. Do the players kind of whisper to you that, like, hey, you know, that's a little rough or, man, he's absolutely right about what he's saying and what we're doing? I think they do realize that he's right. You know, and, and one good thing about J-Kid a big departure from Rick Carlisle and from, you know, Avery Johnson, many of the other coaches of the Mavs had over the years and around the league is, you know, JK is not going to let you know every single time you've made a mistake. You know, he's pretty quiet. He'll let the players talk among themselves. He'll have his assistant coaches, you know, Jared Dudley, Daryl Armstrong. These guys are gregarious, you know, Sean Sweeney. He's not afraid to talk, but you're not going to hear. You're not going to hear from JK every time you get yanked from a game, you know, you know that he knows and he knows that you know that you messed up, right? But he, he doesn't got to be on your butt about it, which I think makes the times that he does criticize them. It just, it just makes it mean a little more, you know, because he's not just constantly on their backs the way a guy like Tom Thibodeau is, you know, Tibbs just always looks like he's in distress, mm-hmm. which has got to kind of be draining as a player. Right. But Jake kid, you know, for better or worse, he just always kind of looks chill, always sort of looks zen. And so whenever he does speak up and say, look, if it's with this personnel, I don't know if we can be a good defense, you know, because it seems like these guys are just happy out here scoring 120 and then hoping that the other team misses shots. I think in moments like that, his words carry a lot more weight. And, you know, they might cut a little deeper as a result, but also, you know, it's the first time he said something you know he has your back. You know he expects better from you. You know he wants better and, you know, hopes for better things from you. And so I think, you know, maybe you're more willing to dig a little deeper the next time out because he said that thing. And to that point, the game after he criticized their defense, they allowed 90 to Miami. And so, you know, clearly there is a pattern over the couple over the couple of years he's been here where whenever he has been critical of the team, they've responded pretty quickly. And so I think, you know, I think they do respect him for that. Bobby, uh, trade deadline around the corner now. Is there anything right now that is interesting and and possible to you? Interesting, yes. Possible, I don't know. I mean, if you're looking for a real serious upgrade, I'm just not sure that they have the that they have the ammo. Um, I'm kind of on team. Don't trade your future picks right now. Wait until the summer. Um, but of course, that does kind of preclude you from trading for the really good players available. You yeah. know. Uh, and I know a lot of fans might not want to hear that, but if you think the opposite, that's totally fine too. You know, the best players on the market right now are going to cost you one or two first round picks. And so if you pull that trigger today, you can't make another trade for like seven years. So I'm just a little cautious about doing that right now, but I do think that there are marginal improvements they can make, you know, get one more guard, get one more shooter, get one more big, you might not be able to do all three of those things, but you might be able to do one or two of them. And if you do that, you know, again, with as jam-packed as the West is right now, you don't need to get five or eight wins better. You need to get like two wins better. And you could have home court again in the first round. The margins are so thin. So I think if you can make a logical, reasonable improvement, you'd be foolish not to do it. But I'm just, I'm just a little uneasy about giving up those future picks right now. Thanks so much for your time, Bobby. Enjoy the games and have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. You as well. Happy birthday again, Eric. Thanks, brother. Salute. Bobby Carella, Mavs.com. Woolchuck's top 10 at 420 is coming up next. Where are we going? National Chocolate.
Cake Day. I got the most popular chocolate desserts in America, plus some NFL news for you next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, Nation. Time now for Woolchuck's Top 10 at 420. Segments brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com slash home show. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. You think there will be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankels at truckwreck.com. Here he is, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much. General shout-out to Country Chris from the 803. Let's get that top 10 rolling and a happy birthday, Chief. Thank you. Looking forward to this uh, as I go through memory lane. We've uh, got the roast coming up at about... We'll do a little Cowboys content for you at 620, and then we'll roll right into the roast there. Roast but the hell out of them. I got the uh, top 10 most popular chocolate desserts in America. What's your favorite chocolate dessert on National Chocolate Cake Day? Is it chocolate cake? Everybody loves chocolate cake. Always makes me think of the uh, kid from Matilda who has to oh, eat the whole chocolate cake. Yes. And then the whole class goes crazy for him after yeah. he sticks it to that nasty, mean teacher. Does chocolate chip cookies count? Absolutely, it does. You more a Tiff treats or a crumble guy? It's a great question. So I've only had crumble one time. I was blown away. But I do think the consistency... Of tiffs. I think it's cool that like Crumble changes the menu every week, but there's something about tiffs. I know what I'm getting yeah. every time. So I think I'd lean tiffs here. I've become a Crumble guy. I mean, but but tiffs deserves the respect because she was like she was the original cookie uh sender to your house, right? Or like delivery, cookie delivery lady. 
Yeah. So she came out of the gates and she deserves that respect. But Crumble took that idea and really, really multiplied the quality by about 10. These cookies are legit, legit from Crumble, man. It's crazy. It's crazy what they've done. But at the same time, Tiff's Treats was crazy too. Or is like their their sugar cookies, their snickerdoodles are some of the best I've ever had. I don't know. that. The reason I asked is because I'm conflicted on it. I don't know who to yeah, pick. Yeah, they're both delicious. Very quickly, some NFL news for you. The Rams have hired Mike LaFleur as their next offensive coordinator under Sean McVay. He's moved on from the Jets after two seasons as their OC, and then he's magically probably going to become a good offensive coordinator again. Did he, uh, I wonder, I forgot to look at his path. Was he San Francisco Jets Rams? Or I think is that he, sounds right. Or is he Rams Jets back to Rams? Uh, was he with them before? That's I could look. I could, I could look that. That's up. a good. Question. By the way, I looked up. You know, have you guys ever heard of Famous Amos cookies? Yeah, Famous Amos is delicious. Of course, bro. Okay, were they like the first? We were talking about deliveries or kind of specialty cookies and stuff like that. Famous Amos, the first. Isn't that just in a bag? Did they deliver? I don't think they delivered. Well, did they? I mean, I'm just saying, like with specialty cookies and oh, stuff like yeah. that. 1975. I, I just remember way back in the day. Grandma's cookies, though. I mean, it was. I mean, Grandma's, grandma's been around. I kind of felt like around for I, you forever. know because we we talk about these cookie companies now. But then I remember like Famous Amos. That's as a kid growing up. I don't remember doing them doing anything but the little yellow bags of chocolate chip cookies, like right there. That's all I think of when when I go Famous Amos. I'm a big so, fan of that. Sounds episode. like back in the day they were like a delivery outfit, though, huh? Yeah, I just I was trying to remember because we were talking about you know where did some of these cookie companies get their ideas yeah. from? I kind of th- felt like that Famous Amos was a guy. Shout out to Famous Amos Zeroway, yeah. former Pittsburgh Steeler running back. Oh, I love that dude. Yeah, I do think the Amos came before like the Ahoy. Yeah, right, definitely. Uh, like as you start going, the chips ahoy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the chips ahoy. But I, I am getting a text here from a local Tolo who is alleging that Cookie Society here in the Metroplex oh. is even better than Crumble and Tiff. Shawnee Sean brought over some Cookie Society, and uh, I got to enjoy that one day. He dropped it off at Chick Fil A, and those are fantastic. Pre soda, yeah. There, there's a number of specialty cookie Reason shops. Why. It's it's the, it's the greatest time ever <laughs> no, to be definitely a, was pre-soda, to be a cookie freak. I'd I'd say maybe the the, the pure chocolate bunt cake. Oh gosh, yes, the the yeah, bunts. They're so oh, moist, so moist and delicious. Uh, also, before we dive into this list, there is a lot of stuff coming out now about the Patriots, which is like eh, we kind of knew this, but they battled through a lot of internal dysfunction within the organization because everybody was looking at Bill Belichick and saying, what the bleep are you doing with this offensive situation? Quote from the Boston Herald in regard to the offense, I love Coach Belichick, but he bleeped us. Guys would ask, well, what's going to happen if the defense does this? And you would see the coaches hadn't really accounted for that yet. (laughs) One source told the Herald, and they'd say, We'll get to that when we get to that. That type of attitude got us in trouble. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, yeah that that will that will forever be one of the weirdest and most incompetent decisions that a coach has ever made. Let alone potentially the greatest football coach we've ever seen. Like it just nothing makes sense about it. I don't know if you if there is a self sabotage or just a watch what I can do turning to non-offensive minds uh, into quality. Like I, I don't know what the play was there. And we've seen Belichick and the ego get in the way a little bit. It clearly did towards the end with Brady. Uh, and it did in the Super Bowl when he benched Butler. And then uh, Alshon Jeffrey had himself a day. And Nick Foles is now, I believe he has a statue outside 
of the Philadelphia Stadium. Right and that's next to Rocky. Borderline right because of that decision that Belichick made. So we've seen weird ones before, but this one, there is not a I, – I can't for the life of me understand one good reason why you would have done that. Just horrendous. Absolutely. Fans bad. were turning on him as soon as Tom left. You know, saying Bill's lost it. He thinks she'll be better without Tom. And since then, I've sided with them. Every year that goes on, Belichick looks a little less great. You know, clearly he's an amazing defensive planner and team builder in some ways, even though he can't draft. But this offense stuff was Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady and Bill O'Brien for the last 20 years. Really bad. All right, let's slide into the top 10 here. The top 10 most Charlie popular. Charlie Wise, too. My bad. Yeah, Charlie Wise. Top 10 most popular American chocolate desserts on National Chocolate Cake Day. What's your favorite? We got nothing but cake is delicious. We got chocolate flan. Dr. Pepper cake is being texted in. Uh, We've got ultimate cupcakes in Hudson Oaks, Texas is being texted in. Mississippi mud pie. Yeah. Lucius? Where are we going with the uh, chocolate dessert? Hey, hey. Hello, boys. How you doing? Evening. Sexy. Uh, Yeah, on a Saturday afternoon, I like a Rocky Road ice cream. And if I can add that with some chocolate cake together, yeah, that's, that's me. That's my bag. Fire. Heck yeah, yeah bro. That yeah, I love that. I, I I go back to the tried and true Dairy Queen blizzard that is the Reese's. Ooh. The Reese's DQ blizzard is a Hall of Famer for me. Yeah, it's so that's probably where I'll I'll sit. But there's so much, so much good. You guys, I mean, the, ever, you guys ever had the chocolate lava cake? I was just about to say from Chili's. Just anywhere. But anywhere, molten, yes, but Chili's. It's lava. A, yeah, what you do is, you, yeah, it's... The, the stuff, the chocolate inside the it's cake, like lava. Just hit it and it just oozes oh. out. It's so good. Yeah. The hot is that hot fudge yeah, in there? Yeah. First, yeah, first yeah. time I ever had it was at Rainforest Cafe. Oh really? Okay, yeah. Snob cool place. It was cool. Yeah. It was, uh, was that snobby? You're a little snobby. What about your traditional brownie? What about your traditional I, corner the brownie, brownie? Would be number two. Yeah. Oh, we'll get corner. To that. I'm going with the middle piece every time. Really? You Are don't you like the corner me? brownies? Oh. I, I mean, oh, I won't oh, crush oh, it. If there's only one left, I'll oh. eat it. But yeah. I'm immediately going for the dead center. I kind of want the gooey. Every one of these, I want that. That's I want awesome. That yes, we we need to partner up on a trade then when we get to Arizona because you can have all of the middle. I'll just take the edges. Dude, that sounds great. Let's go to CC's together. Let's let's huddle around the. The uh, the cinnamon rolls. Well, can we please? And you Whoa. just wait for the fresh ones to come out, and then you go murk the middle. I'll, I'll Dawson, fight you, you for that middle. I'll okay, fight you for okay, that middle. Yeah, I think brownie's the only way I'm going edge. Yeah, That's like awesome. It, yeah, the edges have to be a little. Oh, I'm a mush man. Yeah. You would be. Number ten is the chocolate covered potato chips, which honestly never had I've one. never had, but sounds like chocolate salty. I mean, the chocolate. Well, pretzel. chocolate, uh, yeah, pretzels is tremendous. Yeah, very yeah. true. Very true. Number nine is a bourbon ball. Yeah. Sometimes it could be a little wow, a little dude. rough. I've had a rum ball, but I've never the had rum, a bourbon the ball. The rum ball is a little rough. Chocolate yeah. ball? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's originated in Kentucky. Yeah. And I like the cake balls with that fancy icing on them. Those oh, are next yeah, level. Cake balls dude. Are good. That's hey, on a stick, right? And, yeah. and the Oreo balls. People mm. are doing the Oreo balls, and that is crazy, crazy You know fire. who loves the cake ball is Bobby Belt, and he specifically loves the ones at AT&T Stadium. Every single Cowboys home game, he'd be he, bringing he me brought, one. Yeah, he, brought, he always brought them out for the post game. Yeah, they got and, cake balls now? Yeah, they yeah. have cake balls yeah. there, and he's trying to get me off sides there, and he's going to learn soon because he's starting soda tomorrow. Bro, I can't have that. Can you not even tempt me? What do you think about that as a strategy? to start soda on a weekend. Wouldn't that be like... Of championship weekend. Yeah, championship weekend, like a week before the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I don't he should have waited till we got back from the Super Bowl. I it's going to so be too. really stressful for him when yeah, we're out is. there. It's, I mean, it was tough when we, we no just went Bobby, to Oxnard. No, and Bobby, he'll just eat whatever he wants. He's going to be bleeped. Well, yeah. and he's going to be pressured into drinking copious amounts of alcohol. Yes. Number eight is the Mississippi Mud Pie. Mm-hmm. 
Number seven, you've got a hot fudge chocolate sundae. Oh, hot fudge sundae. See, yeah. that, and that's, I don't know if that's beatable. That's that, dude, the hot McDonald's, fudge just hits different. The McDonald's yeah. one. Yeah. I'm obsessed with, with the hot fudge. fudge. Yeah. I'm going nuts in mine. Let me just get you the would. Andes frozen custard with extra hot fudge. They're concrete. Andes. Wow. Dude. For the win. Sponsor me, please. Hey, what about just a good old-fashioned milkshake? Like, just a chocolate milkshake? I'm in sure. on that, man. Sure. Number six is the German chocolate cake. Yeah. Yes. The Which coconuts. apparently wasn't invented in Germany. It's not. If German. I remember correctly. It's Belgium. not. It was Sam German. It was he's, a man whose name was one, German. Yeah, and it's from Texas. Sam German? Look at yes. that, man. Look was, at us. We've cornered the market on deliciousness. Yep. We've got the margaritas, we've got the ballpark nachos, and we got the German, German chocolate cake. Credo wow. pie, too, What probably. Sam German's going on here, boys? Yeah. Absolutely. Number five, chocolate fondue. Okay. Number four, devil's food cake. That's a little 1950s. Yeah, me too. I'm with you. Number three, shout out to you, Brian, the molten chocolate cake. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two... Shout out to you, Gavin. We got the chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Can I put in an order for just the chocolate donut? Yeah, you can. Thank you. It won't make the top 10, but no. I'm down for that. I get that. But number one. Your opinions on have been terrible today. The, Thank you. <laughs> just today. The most popular <laughs> chocolate dessert on National Chocolate Cake Day is indeed Gavin Dawson. The chocolate brownies. The brownie, yes, sir. Boom, boom, they don't boom. specify the crappiest cr- part of the yeah. brownie, though, do they? Like Dawson does. It's not looking like an edge; it's looking like a center. The right, the right. the edges are freaking amazing, it's and I know I know the textures counts, got yeah. me on this, right? Yeah. The textures they had to be. Let me go back a couple of minutes. I know you guys were were hearing that edge talk, and you're like, oh yeah, the corner brownie is that's the dominant it's one. Edge free environment. It gets on the chewy truck, in right? there. You don't want yeah. it crispy as long as it's just the texture changes. You're with me on that, Brian? Absolutely. Corners money. Yeah. All right, we got to go. Uh, when we come back let's do some football content okay since we're gonna do the roast at chia follow coming up at 6 20 for his birthday by the way we are at 75 and fits you if you'd like to deliver a present uh they'll, they'll be accepted okay mm, yes uh the c note new article by uh uh somebody in the in the morning news what do you think about this question he brings up in regards to dak it's next in the nation we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 469 wants to know, can I order Erica Stripper to pull up to the studio for his birthday? No, no, he's a he's a married man, and I don't think that'd be appropriate. You know, now maybe when it's Wolchuk's birthday, he'll bring his own. You Wolchuk, know, Mr. yeah, Mr. Baby Dolls himself over That's there. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll just if, if you do send it, I'll just point at Wolchuk and let them know that he's the birthday boy. There you go. That'll there be you. my game plan. Yes. Uh, All righty, it is the G Bag Nation here on 105 through the fan. Now, speaking of celebrations, uh, we do have what you're drinking and what you're thinking coming up at 5:20, and at uh, at five o'clock, what are the things you're hoping? A new OC would do different or could do better than Kellen Moore. We are on Kellen Moore watch. And uh, if there's any news on that, we'll be passing it along to you. But Brian was saying earlier, the league discourages teams from breaking news ahead of the conference championship. So next week and, and through the Super Bowl, it kind of opens up a little bit. They have the NFL honors and it's time for news. But right now it's time to focus on the games. Okay, uh, little Cowboys content here, though, for you. As we go uh, to Todd Acha, who's uh, ESPN, longtime Cowboys writer, 
And I, I love that he is, um, you know, asking this question about Dak Prescott because, you know, clearly it is is not a uh, Todd's not a, a troll, but he's not a homer as well. Like out of the the credible, just objective beat writers of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, I don't think it gets better than Todd Archer. Uh, you know, maybe some people can rise to that level, but you know, he's asking, what do you do with Dak Prescott? And I thought that was a very interesting question to ask because it assumes something is broken or, you know, maybe you could have different ideas about what is in the best interest of the Cowboys and quarterback. So, you know, Todd asked about the extension last summer. Remember that at the press conference and it kind of seemed out of place in Oxnard. Todd knew that five months later we'd be here, and now Dak is said to have a $49 million cap number, second highest in the NFL behind uh, Deshaun Watson. So the the headline on ESPN Dallas, what to do with Dak Prescott, three options the Cowboys must consider. And, you know, the, the question's there for you. The truckwreck.com fan text is open. What do you think is the best thing you can do right now? By the way, you can't trade him or release him uh, just because of the way the salary cap works but option one do an extension um so you would add years and money and i think for some fans that sounds great for others they're like what more years of it but yeah if you tacked on three or four years and maybe dak would be interested now that he's hit the big payday and things aren't going great Maybe he appreciates that the team gave him that big contract and let him recover on the job for a year. You know, maybe he's in a position now where a team friendly contract, he'd be like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. You guys rewarded me even though I was hurt. And, you know, I'm looking to help you out and manage the cap because there's no way he can play at the 50. Even Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay is like, they're not going to leave me at a $50 million cap number. It's just too difficult to build a team. So do you want to do that? Do you want to just leave it at $49 million? Um, uh, another scenario is, do you want to draft a quarterback? You know, uh, Or do you want to restructure it? Do you want to bring it down to $22 million and just add more voidable years and money at the, at the end, of, uh, end of the deal? So a lot of different things you can be looking at with Dak Prescott. Brian, where are you at with it? What's the best way through? I think drafting another quarterback will probably be the best thing to do. You know, I, I don't know if I – maybe – I. I'm not going to act like I'm a cap expert or anything like that. And, you know, maybe you try and can work with him and, you know, but the, the years and dumping, you know, cap money into the future and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I, I just kind of, to me, I'm, I'm more likely to say the best way to fix this problem would just to kind of, to, to bite the bullet and do what you're doing right now with it. And then draft a quarterback to, to, to be the guy. I mean, What's know, the highest you take one? Are you talking about this draft? Like you're going to draft one in this draft? Oh, I'm drafting one in 24 is what I'm oh, okay, doing. okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I'm you'll dra- stand, Pat, keep the contract yeah, I, the way I, I'm it is. Keep it, I'm going to keep it the way it is because I want the evaluation if there's a new OC. You know, if there's a new OC, then I'm going to look at that. If there's a new – there's going to be a new line coach. There are going to be some things. I think, you know, when you get a line coach in here, a new one, there could be some influences of how the offense works too. Maybe Mike might work might want to work with Kellen Moore on that. Like, okay, we're going to get this offensive line coach. He has ideas on the running game. You know, this is how. So maybe it'll look different. But I'm going to let this thing ride. And then in 2024, I'm making my decision about Dak. You know, if if you really believe in him already, the extension's the way to go. The cap's going to go up. Let's throw a bunch it. of money into I don't the future. Believe in him. I don't believe in it right now. Yeah, I just don't. I'm 
I'm with you. I'm not trying to. I don't. I'll tell you. Excuse me, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in him if they keep the same OC. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Either way, I don't really want to extend. Uh, I, I need to go ahead and allow flexibility at this point. And you guys know I, I, I've been a supporter of Dak Prescott, and I still worry about this team's ability to go and find a quarterback because that deserves to be questioned. Uh, now, they haven't put themselves in a position, like we've talked about, to go and get like a number one pick. I still don't know that they'll be in that position because I don't think I think Dak is good, right? Dak's proven yeah. he can win you games in the regular. You'll be season. picking in the twenties, so it's probably going to have to be a trade type situation to go up to the top of the draft and do that anyway. But I don't want to. I want to have the flexibility to get out and move on. So, would you be willing to sacrifice the 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 ability to make your roster better now and not restructure his deal, leave that cap number at yeah, 50 mil? I think so. I think wow. that's the case. So you might not make the playoffs next year. Well, it, yeah. the thing is, I think you I, I think you are good enough to still make the playoffs, right? Like, I think Dak Not is, with the guys you're going to have to cut to, to to play him at $50 million cap number. I think Dak's good. That's, in, that might be what this team needs. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? Then that's fine. Then maybe you will be in position to be at the top of the draft then. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Brandon Bean, the very talented general manager of Buffalo, said he doesn't want to be in the situation. He doesn't want to suck bad enough to be like what Cincinnati's doing. Yeah, Cincinnati's got the quarterback. Cincinnati's I, got the wide receiver. I wouldn't be opposed to blowing it up, but I don't think you need to do it yet, Chiafalo. I kind of want to have my cake and eat it too, like try to maximize what's left of Dak and also be ready to move on if we don't win at all. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're if you're just standing pat completely, then you're uh, you're totally punting on the Dak thing in total, and you're just going to ride out this last year with them. Whatever happens, happens, yeah. and then you're moving on. Yeah. Uh, but you're not really getting the evaluation you want to get the if you're not help with any talent. Yeah, I mean... It, you know, like, the, you can swap the new coordinator and see what you have with Dak, but now you didn't really do anything to add talent around him, so there's still at least that caveat. Yeah, you got the new OC, but there's still no talent around him, so, you know, that you, the, you're, you're caught there a little bit. You know what? Are we learning that... We, are we learning that if you're going to pay a quarterback $40 million or whatever, he's got to be able to make others around him better. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I worry about this guy. Is he making others around him better? You know? Is he is he making is he making? We know Michael, Burrow and Mahomes are. Yeah, is he making yeah. Michael Gallup better? Yeah. Is he making, you know, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks that have, I mean, Dak is, you could, you know, Tony Romo made Laurent Robinson better. I mean, he made Miles Austin better, you know? But with Dak, I mean, how many made Dalton Schultz better? Yeah, well, that's. But I think Dalton Schultz is a. I think Dalton Schultz coming out of Stanford to me, watching him play, he was always catching the football. Mm-hmm. That that part of it, though. But is he has he made has he made? I mean, has he made these others better? I mean, I'm sure somebody out there in the text right now is saying, "Oh, he made C.D. Lamb better." Well, I think C.D. Lamb got better on his own. To be honest with you, it's really interesting, and I, I uh, there's a lot of different things they could choose to do. I bet the Cowboys are going to try to make it as as good of a team as possible around him, and then if it doesn't work out, then they'll have a whole ton of cap money to eat, and you'll be in a great position, maybe for back to back years to, inside the top five. They'll probably do the void years. Yeah, what they like to do. They like to kick the can. Yeah, down I don't the top, know. I, I, you know, I'm and those guys road. over there listen to us talk, and so I'm sure I'm going to get a text message about this. But you know, to me, it's you know, it's 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 about. I, I don't even want to use the word evaluation with Dak anymore, because we're about to be in year eight. Yeah, you know, we're about to be in year eight. This is I I, I want to see if if things aren't good, 
if things aren't good around him, is he capable? Is he capable of? Is he capable of carrying this team? Like and he you has know, to. you know, it's not right. If we the, know it's not. We all do. I don't need to put the, that on you. Yeah. yeah. Th- then if that's the case, then give him the Brock Purdy team. Yeah. You need to. You need to bite. You need to bite the bullet again, and you need to worry about the. the well, d- about does the draft. Jerry? Does Jerry want to go find a new quarterback and do all that and spend that time? Uh, you know what? This to me, this is like it's beyond Jerry. Yeah. It's beyond Jerry because you know it's now because Jerry, like I say, Jerry is. The best way to go get – now, we find quarterbacks everywhere. We are finding – and the thing about it, like I told you, is what we talked about yesterday was teams are more willing to move on from quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, who's not saying two years from now that they're going to move on from, you know, Zach Wilson or somebody? Maybe you like somebody like that. I mean, yeah, but teams are more willing nowadays to part with quarterbacks, and you could be there to pick up the trash – uh, if you have to, and maybe that's the guy that works for you for I'll right pick now. Pick up a Hall of Famer. Okay. What are the things you are hoping a new OC would do different than Kellen Moore? We got what you're drinking and what you're thinking coming up at 520. An action pack 5 o'clock hour is next year on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 